Hey guys, it's your girl Nylatte, and you are listening to another fun-filled episode of Girl Chat. So, just like all the other episodes, if you like what you hear and you want to know more, go ahead, feel free to follow me at Girl Chat NCC on Instagram or at Nylatte on Instagram. Feel free to chime in, give your thoughts on today's episode, and I'm always taking suggestions for new episodes as well. So today, we are going to talk about polygamy, polyamory, poly, whatever kind of abbreviation you guys want to give it to it. So just a little bit about what brought this episode about is for those of you that kind of know me or don't know me, I am openly polyamorous, which means I do believe in pursuing relationships with more than one person at a time. It doesn't really always, it's not a threesome thing. It's genuine relationships. So the same way how some people have a girlfriend or have a boyfriend, um, I used to believe in having both. So I have had a boyfriend and a girlfriend at the same time. I've had several boyfriends at the same time. I've also had several girlfriends at the same time. And currently, um, I am engaged to a female who always known about my lifestyle, kind of how I live my life very freely, and just kind of been educating her on the poly lifestyle and giving her some insight. So for those of you that kind of don't know, polyamory is the umbrella term, I guess. It's the vague term for a person who has more than one partner at the same time. Again, it's not Oh, like people that have threesomes. It's not, oh, just people that are freaky, like freaky that swap and have sex with, you know, a lot of people at the same time. It's not like an orgy situation. It's genuinely people that pursue actual romantic relationships with more than one partner. So the way it works for some people, I'm not going to say all because everyone does poly differently, kind of the same way that people do monogamy differently. So to kind of start that off, you know, everyone knows monogamy is when you date one person. It's just you and your boyfriend, just you guys. And for poly, some people have different type of dynamics that they have, so for me, my dynamic is either female, male, female. So me and a girl, both having a boyfriend or um, a triad, which is myself dating two people who aren't dating each other. So basically it would be I date Erica and I date Christina, but Erica and Christina don't date each other. So that's kind of a dynamic that I've always kind of practiced is my partners have rarely dated each other. They both have dated me. I've had interesting experiences, I would say, with this type of dynamic because I find that usually it does require a lot of openness, a lot of communication, and just kind of making sure that everyone feels secure and where they are and just kind of sharing yourself it's not so much struggling it's literally having two relationships so it's keeping that level of emotional attachment 
vulnerability, openness with two people and kind of expecting to get that double time. So it can be overwhelming because, you know, sometimes, especially when you're dealing with women, sometimes girls have a lot of feelings, a lot. And sometimes we do have about 30 feelings in one day. And when you get it at the same time, it can be a bit much. But I kind of like the pros in it because it definitely gives your sex life some variety. You know, one girl, you might have a different type of sexual relationship or sexual chemistry with her versus your other partner. You might find that one person you're more submissive with versus another person you're more dominant with, which I always find interesting. In that kind of dynamic, um, my favorite dynamic is called a triad, which is kind of what I just described, you know, both people dating me, except for in a closed triad, we're all dating each other. So it would be like me dating Erica, me dating Christina, and Erica and Christina also dating each other. So that, I would say, is, is my favorite type of dynamic or type of poly relationship because to me, it gives you so many different multitudes of relationships. It gives you so many different layers because sometimes you can connect on one level with one of your partners that you have on a different partner, like with your other partner. And it just kind of shows a lot of different sides of you. So I like to believe that people... Different people bring out different things in us in relationships. And the good thing about a poly situation is you guys can all bring out something different in each other. And through that, bring out something different within yourselves. So like with partner A, they might kind of bring out the more reserved, shy, kind of more vulnerable side of me. Where partner B brings out the more outgoing, intense, seductress side of me which you'd be surprised how different that is in the person. And if you know me, you'd be surprised how different that is even just for me. But I definitely learned that in that kind of dynamic, I find that emotionally, it tends to help strengthen our relationship. Our communication has been so great in those type of dynamics because you always have at least one objective person. Maybe you and partner A aren't getting along. You guys aren't seeing eye to eye. And at least partner B kind of steps in and they can see it from both sides and kind of help give you some perspective. But don't get it twisted. In those kind of relationship, it's not always, you know, all three all together all the time. It can be you and partner A have your own relationship as well as you and partner B have their own relationship. And then partner A and B, they have their own relationship as well. So it kind of gives you a break because, I mean, it's similar to when you're dating in the monogamous situation. You don't want to spend every fucking waking minute with your boyfriend. You don't want to always, like, go to sleep to him, wake up to him, and be around him every single second of the day. Sometimes we all want time alone, and there's nothing wrong with that. And especially in a poly situation, if there's three of you, sometimes you really want time alone. And at least then no one feels emotionally unfulfilled because you may want space, but, you know, your other two partners, they may want time together with just them to connect. And that definitely is important. So 
I love those type of dynamics on an emotional level. As far as how I got into this lifestyle, it's funny because I actually got into this lifestyle from being a cheater. So (laughs) in almost about several prior relationships, I would always feel like I'd be super fulfilled for like a while. But then if something was missing, rather is intimacy on a physical level, intimacy on an emotional level, or... I would just feel like we're connecting, but just something is missing. Like, we're not connecting on the level that I'm comfortable with, if that makes sense. Or I would just feel like I love this person to death, but while I love them, I may have met someone just in passing or just friends or hanging out someone that I like romantically and it's like while I love this person I was with I found myself always just kind of pursuing other people romantically it wasn't even always a sex thing it sometimes was purely romantic I may have just met someone on like a site like a dating site or even like Facebook or like Bumble BFF or something and we'll just be talking and we'll find out we have so much in common and It's kind of like we're flirty. We love talking all the time. I can tell them things that I wasn't really able to communicate with the person I was with. And then before I knew it, I really would like this other person or catch wounds for this other person. And I still loved my girlfriend. And it was weird because before I even knew emotional cheating was a thing, I found that emotionally I was doing that a lot. And it's not that I didn't love the person I was with. It's not that I wasn't happy or I wasn't satisfied emotionally. It was just like, as much as I want them, there's a, someone in addition that I want as well. Because they bring something different to me that I feel like doesn't exist in my relationship. Because we're just different people. And then finally, I discovered that there was a whole community of people who were just like that. People that... You know, understand that you can be so in love with someone and still have love to give to other people because it's different. It's not the same. It feels different for you. It's still the same intensity. You still have the same energy, but it just feels different because obviously the person's different. So I think that's what kind of led me to this lifestyle. And it's the reason I've been practicing this lifestyle for about... Hmm, I would say a little over 10 years. No, uh, about 12 years. I would say since I was 17, 17, 18. I identified as polyamorous or the simplistic word is, you know, non-monogamous. You hear that a lot of the times too, which just means I don't feel like I'm made to only be with one person. And I know a lot of people kind of ask, well, like, how does that work? Do you get jealous? You know, Like, how does that work? How do you find people that are like that? And I would say the biggest thing in a poly relationship is literally communication. I mean, obviously, that's important in any relationship, but especially in one where you have multiple partners. Because, for one, everyone needs to know about each other. You want everyone to know what's going on if you... Or with your main partner or primary partner and you meet someone else and you like them and you're interested in bringing them into the relationship, 
the first person, obviously, you want to talk to is your main partner. You want to see how they feel. You want to see, you know, if this meets their needs emotionally, if they're interested in meeting the person. And then even the person you want to bring into your relationship, you want to definitely make sure they're honest. They know what's going on. And you want to be sure that everyone's on the same page and has the same goals and wants the same things in general out of a relationship. So I find that that's definitely, to me, a key point in building that relationship and especially maintaining it is you guys have to be able to talk about anything that's bothering you. And again, I know that's kind of like, duh, Captain Obvious, because it's the same in monogamous relationships. But I think in poly relationships, it's even more important because I know me, when I had singular relationships, if something was bothering me, I didn't really want to tell them. I didn't want to burden that person. And I didn't want them to judge me or feel away about, you know, how I was going to say it or what was I going to say. But in polyamorous relationships, is everyone should always definitely be open and willing to talk about if something's bothering them, if something's going on, if they're not comfortable with the way something is going, because it's nothing... The only thing worse than being with one person and being unhappy is being with two people and being unhappy. Because, I mean, obviously that's a stressful situation and it's more emotions involved, it's more people involved. So I always say you want to take the foundations of a monogamous relationship and multiply it by two and three. So you definitely always want to do that. The next thing I would definitely say is super important about having these kind of relationships it's to really go into it knowing your goals. And it's not, okay, I want to be poly. I want two girlfriends or I want two boyfriends or I want a boyfriend and a girlfriend. You definitely want to know what's what's in game for you. Is it some people confuse being poly with just wanting threesomes? Like, oh, I just want to get dick and pussy at the same time. Or if you're a man, oh, I just want two bitches to suck my dick at the same time. It's different. And I know in the poly community... A lot of people hate being fetishized is like, you know, you meet people or you meet a couple and you think, you know, they're interested in building something emotional. And it's like, no, the girl's bisexual. She just want her pussy ate. The boy just want to fuck, you know, two girls at the same time. That's not poly. That's just, you know, being freaky. That's just being sexually explorative. That's not the same thing. So you definitely want to know kind of what your goal is. If your goal is to meet different people that you connect with and see if you could build that with more than one person. That's great. I think people forget that kind of you approach a poly situation almost similar than you, similar the way you would approach a monogamous situation. You know, when you meet a guy for the first time or a girl for the first time, you know, if you're just meeting a girl because you're looking for something to fuck for the night versus if you're looking for someone to date or see where it goes, or something, someone to talk to, you know, and see if you build romantic feelings. You approach a poly situation the same way. You either looking for a couple to just have sex with, a couple of hookups here and there, or you're actually looking for people to have a genuine connection with. And I think people definitely mistake the two the most. So I always say, again, the guide is have a goal. Know what you want out of that situation. Know the type of situation you want and be able to communicate that clearly off the bat. The next question that I usually get kind of from people is, 
well, how does it work as far as jealousy? You know, is there jealousy in that kind of relationship? Can you have that kind of relationship and be a jealous person? You know, those are the two biggest questions that I get from people is how do you handle the jealousy? Anyone that knows me personally knows I'm never, I've never been a jealous person. If I'm with someone and they tell me like, oh, this girl likes me or this guy like me, I'm not bothered by that. I'm not threatened by that. I look at it like this, you know, if a person's with me, they're with me for a reason. Rather it's, they love my personality, they like how I look, they like, you know, how I make them feel. Whatever the case may be, they're with me for a reason. So with that being said, if someone likes them or they like someone else, to me, Unless they tell me that, oh, they like this person because, oh, they're so much better than me. To me, if they like someone else, they're getting something different. I mean, I always believe that you can never get 100% of everything you want from one person. It doesn't exist. It's looking for perfection. So if they're getting 80% or even 70% of what they want out of me, but they find someone that gives them that 30% or even gives them another 70%, I know 70 and 70 is not 100, but, you know, if they get something completely different from another person and it makes them together feel whole, I'm not bothered by that. I'm happy for them. Hell, if they're cute, maybe that person has 40% to offer me. So I've never been a jealous person. With that being said, have I had partners who struggled with jealousy in the beginning? Yes. And that's mostly because people have this thing with wanting to be on a totem pole or they feel like, okay, if you want someone else in the relationship emotionally, I'm not doing something for you or they're going to take away from what I'm giving you. So as far as how to deal with that, I would say definitely communicate, 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 over communicate and definitely be willing to reassure them that, you know, your feelings for them are not changing. You know, you wanting a third partner or just another partner doesn't diminish how you feel for them. It doesn't have anything wrong to do with them. It just means you want something additional. I always look at it like <laughs> like eating dinner. Like, my main partner is protein, but I don't want just chicken by itself. Like... I need a complete meal. Like, if I'm the vegetable and my partner's the protein, I need mac and cheese. Like, I feel like together we're a good, we're a good snack. We're a good kind of start, but I want a starch to complete the meal. <laughs> you know, sorry for the food metaphors, but it's the only kind of way to really give it a visual. But just definitely sit down with our partner. Let them know, you know, your feelings, your thoughts on it, the why, and It is about just constantly reassuring them that this person's not going to take away from what you guys have and then actually following through on that and not letting someone take away from what you guys have. I think that's the most important way to prevent the jealousy. Now, jealousy will come up because it it has. I've dated partners who've been jealous of like my main partner and I would definitely kind of when that came up, we talk about it. If the new person is comfortable talking to just me, we talk about it. But I definitely encourage all of us to talk about it because there's usually always some type of overthinking or assumption there where they think this is going to happen or they feel like something's happening. 
And I'm always wanting to see their point of view. They may feel like, oh, well, me and the main partner text more when they feel left out of the conversation or, you know, certain dates don't include them, whatever the case may be. So I definitely think open communication and reassurance are very important to prevent jealousy. When it does come up, though, as it sometimes will, again, just reassurance and understanding and patience. And just trying to be empathetic and see it from their point of view. I know back when I was single, it was really hard being poly and dating couples because they already had like their established relationship. And I would meet couples that had been together three, four, five, six, seven, or like 11 years. And now I'm this new person and it's like establishing a bond with people who have been bonded already. So you do, in the beginning, feel like an outsider. I know I did for, like, the first six months. I dated a couple. They had been married for five years. So here I am trying to build a relationship with the female half and build one with the male half. And it kind of was hard at first because they had been together for so long. They were best friends. They were really close. And I'm getting to know them. And there was times where I did feel like an outsider. I felt like... You know, they shared this inside joke and I was a stranger. And when I did feel left out or have concerns about being left out, I would talk to them together. We would all talk about it. And then sometimes when I wasn't comfortable really bringing it to the guy's attention, I would talk to the girl and she would just kind of be really patient, really nice, really reassuring that, you know, it's new for them, it's new for me. And That's why they're both working to establish separate relationships with me so that it's not super overwhelming. Um, This has been kind of part one for you guys. I am going to do a second part on the ins and outs of certain poly relationships um, just from my perspective. If you guys have any questions, feel free to DM me at nylatte on Instagram, at girlchatntc on Instagram. Until part two... I will be talking to you guys again soon. Again, this has been your girl Nailate and this is Girl Chat signing off.